You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Grand rising, grand rising, everybody. Uh, welcome, welcome on this happy Friday to Feel Good Friday. I want to thank you right now for joining us on this Feel Good Friday. We're talking about Art of the Matter, episode six. Uh, later on in the show, we got Lanaya Grayson joining us for the Black Health and Wellness Meetup that Africa Town puts on and sponsors. We also got Elijah L. Lewis joining us once again to talk about the Black Health and Wellness Meetup as well as some of the other things ACLT has going on. So we have a really great show for you all. I'm really excited to be with you guys today. Uh, I missed you all yesterday. It looks like Omari had an amazing show as well for the morning update show right here in the Black Media Matter studios. want to give a great thank you now to all of you. Of course, it's a great time for you to tag and share the stream. Go ahead. Tag and share the stream with people that you feel could benefit from culturally relevant news emanating from right here in the Pacific Northwest, but also those who you feel could benefit from some feel good Friday energy. Of course, we always have that going on right here. Every single Friday, you can catch us giving you guys Good Friday vibes. Uh, I want to also say that you can listen to Feel Good Friday anywhere that you find your favorite podcast. We got SoundCloud, Spotify, Google, iTunes, anywhere that you find your favorite podcast. You guys can also listen to Feel Good Friday. Uh, shout out to our podcast team for keeping our shows alive on the airwaves. You know, if you are driving into work at this time and you still want to catch us, you have a way to do so. Um, I want to also keep certain messages alive here because we've been talking about the hereforuswa.org campaign, giving culturally responsive communication around all things COVID-19. We're seeing a lot of different changes right now, but the truth of the matter is, is this COVID is still alive and well. I think I just recently heard about another variant my goodness so you guys you know for those of you who are still a little bit hesitant i understand and if you want to keep your mask on that's totally okay as well uh because honestly you got to find those ways to keep yourself protected and keep your family safe we get it um but also, too, you guys can go to hereforuswa.org and look up some culturally relevant communications from an amazing black coordinated team of uh, content creators who said that they were going to be really specific to ensure that they brought messaging out uh, around COVID-19 to try to, you know, ease some of the concerns folks have to try to answer some of the questions you may have. Um, there's a lot of folks with a lot of questions and we definitely get it. So check out hereforuswalk.org. Also, we got a couple of uh, funding opportunities. The first one's up is for culture. There it is. Uh, apply by April 20th. They are dishing out project grants for arts, preservation, and heritage. Um, I keep saying this, but I think it's so important because honestly, those kinds of projects really help to preserve our our culture uh, and heritage in areas where we're seeing large waves of gentrification. It is the art and the history that can really uh, persist through all of that gentrification. And it's a beautiful thing because you have a lot of people that move into areas that have no idea about the history of those areas. They don't understand the culture that was there before they saw these new buildings pop up that are speaking to them and allow them to come into these communities. But we have to be really responsive to the folks that were there before. And one way to do that is with art projects. Shout out to all the artists out there. I know we're going to be diving into it with T-Dub, but there's so many artists who 
really utilize uh, their lived experience in their work. It is their perspective that we get to see. And so I really am uh, so grateful to For Culture for providing funding for these kinds of projects to survive throughout our city and our county. Um, it's a great, great opportunity. If you know somebody who's an artist out there, maybe they're just starting. You know, you don't have to have a big, huge plethora of work in order to take advantage of these grants. Check out for culture and these grants around arts preservation and heritage so that we could see your works out there one day. Uh, another funding opportunity that we're, you know, staying on message here is Seattle Colleges Foundation. They are providing scholarships around $4,000 to uh, all of the scholars that are going to Seattle Colleges. That would be North Seattle, Central Seattle, and South Seattle College. Of course, this right here is an open scholarship, meaning that you can use it for food, for rent. Um, we talk about different things. I mean, we don't want y'all going out there and buying, you know, Jordans or something, but definitely elevate your top ramen. I'm telling you, you can put, you can put some, you know, eggs in there. You can put some green onions in there. You can mix some veggies in there. Um, let me tell you, there's some ways for you to elevate those noodles, my friend. We want you to do <laughs> Oh my goodness. T-Dub is laughing at me. We want you to do that though, because uh, you can with this scholarship and shout out to Seattle Colleges Foundation for understanding the need to have open scholarship opportunities for scholars going to college. You know, especially if it's your first couple of years and you're just getting your bearings, maybe you're living uh, on campus or, you know, away from your parents for the first time, take advantage of this scholarship opportunity so you can get that $4,000 in your pocket, pay some bills, you know, maybe even your cell phone bill, you know, right? To stay in connection with your family members. So thank you so much, Seattle Colleges, for having that scholarship opportunity available. And you guys, we got a new one here too. Capital Access Program through the city of Seattle. Um, it looks like they have a program. You guys can look this up. Uh, there it is. Thank you so much, Salman. Uh, they are doing an amazing new program. The applications are due there on April Oh, I can't see that. April 8th. Okay, it's really light over here. Uh, capital Access Program for Small Businesses. You guys check this out. I mean, we've been talking about the fact that small businesses were hit really hard by COVID-19 uh, and this pandemic. And honestly, uh, we need so many resources to restore our amazing small businesses uh, throughout the city. Um, shout out to City of Seattle for opening up this Capital Access Program. Uh, it is necessary. And whether you are a business that sometimes they have um, some some type of guidelines around these funding sources because maybe you do have to be in business for quite some time. So make sure you check out those requirements. I'll be diving more into this and I know we'll be sharing more on this uh, next week as well. So, ch you know, take advantage. Be one of the first people to apply. Get your paperwork together and uh, make sure that you're doing your part to try to benefit your own business. And if you guys know of small business owners who could benefit, please share the resource. Okay. Well, we have a great, great show. Again, we are going to be talking to my girl, T-Dub, art queen right here at Converge. After this short break, we're going to be diving into an amazing Alvin Ailey recap. I cannot wait to talk to her about this. Um, as well as art news, of course, T-Dub keeps her ear to the ground. And we cannot forget about Art of the Matter with Kayla Bailey, her boo. So I'm so excited to dive in with T-Dub after this short break. Stay tuned, you guys. You're watching Feel Good Friday. 
Hey there, it's Trey Holiday. And of course, Besa and I had to take a trip back to Market Street Shoes to grab some items. They always know what to show us. And let me tell you, we both spent quality time to be sure we collected some amazing additions to our wardrobes. They have some of the most unique bags, shoes, and accessories. I mean, the whole shebang. It's always a good time when I get to shop with my girl, Besa. Make sure you go check out Market Street Shoes, y'all, and you too can walk out with some dope gear. My name is Josephine, and I live in Renton, Washington. I am a singer, and I use the arts as a way for me to elaborate on all the concerns of our community. I ended up with COVID, and it impacted my life greatly. I was told sometimes to rest, but resting felt like I would die. I was told to lay down, but laying down flat took my breath away. Even after getting COVID, I still did not want to have anything to do with the vaccination. There was much fear in the African-American community, and no one should react out of fear. Before you do anything, pray, and make sure that you're praying to get the answer and not praying to get your answer. Since I received the vaccination, I've been able to breathe. Reconsider asking yourself why you are hesitant because it wouldn't come up if it didn't need to come out. I'm telling you to stand and make a choice. We'll be all right. Welcome back, everybody, to Feel Good Friday. It's already feeling good over here in the Black Bean and Matter studios. And of course, it gets even better when we bring in T-Dub. What up, T-Dub? What's going on, Trey Hopper? Happy Feel Good Friday. Happy Feel Good Friday. You know, I, I told you, I mean, I must represent. Man, I got to represent brand. right here. You know what I'm I saying? Am, Let's get that close up, Saman. I'm so Just honored. so everybody understand, this you is know. T-Dub's right here, a T-Dub custom. You know what I'm saying? Right there, T-Dub. We outside, oh, yeah. black and proud. You're yeah. beautiful in black, black and, and proud. Hey, I, I, I told you, I said, Look, I had literally had this on last Friday, right? And then I had to run upstairs and change my clothes because I was representing ATS school, and they oh, gave me a sweatshirt. Yeah, so know. I had to switch it up, but I, I had this on deck for you. You know what I'm I saying? On this always, Friday, always. Well, you know what, T. Dub. First off, I mean, come on, let's talk about Alvin Ailey. I haven't even been able to really do a recap on this show, but it was phenomenal. Oh my God! Like. I was having existential moments watching this show. Like seriously, to be able to witness such beauty at the same time as everything that's going on in the world, I was really just like, oh my God, like this is such a true testament to the human condition. Like the fact that we could tell stories with our bodies in that way was just like absolutely phenomenal. I was like about to shed a tear in there. It was so gorgeous. It was a beautiful show. It really, really was. Yeah. And you're talking about dancers that are just at the top echelon. Deep I top. mean, seriously. Yes. I, I, I I, was like, okay, you know, let me just really soak it all in, take it all in. I think you went on Saturday, right? I did, yeah. And I went on Sunday. So there's a little bit, because they had a little bit of a different lineup. It was lineup, a different lineup, yeah. But it was great, because at the end, they did the same thing. Yeah. And it was just so good. I mean, we were talking Man. about taking it back to like church or something Seriously. it was like the music the dancing really took you to a certain era that's how I felt right yeah and to see the pieces like revelation which is a very well-known Alvin Ailey piece to see that piece what is it like 60 years yeah. after he created it like the fact that something like that can stand that test of time is just it's it's phenomenal and um i think someone has a photo i actually got an opportunity to take my whole family to this show um so there's Yay. me my my sis deshante 
her daughter, Maddie, my, my other niece, Sarai, and my mom, you know, we was up in there representing. So it was just a really, really beautiful family affair to be able to just experience that amazing, amazing art and just, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm telling you this partnership with STG yes. has really just uh, lightened my whole life, right? Yeah. Because there is so much beauty in these live performances. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, I love not just going to the shows, but being able to have this moment of reflection, right? Because we talk about, you know, dance and theater and it's so specific. You know, right. when I, when I go to the ballet, the opera, yes. the, you know, the musical theater and yeah. we see these uh, musicals on stage and you get people with all this amazing talent and then you see the dancers I mean top top notch Man. really emoting through their movement yes it was so, so I, I felt like jubilation that yes. was like a word that was resonating with yeah. me at the time because I'm telling you I was so inspired by their movement and right. it was resonating with me in a Absolutely. really great way well you know I, I'm loving that you and your whole family got yes. to go shout out to SCG again thank we you so appreciate your partnership. Seriously appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So well, you guys, you, you always got something going on. What's you know, going on on the streets and in, in the art world? There's always so much, so many fun things going on in art. Like if you aren't out here taking all this art in, I honestly, I don't know what you're doing because there's a lot going on. So we got to overlay. We talk about a couple of things that are going on um, this week. So actually last night, um, something to say happened at the Link Project. I, I saw this. I saw the rollout. It looked like it was a beautiful turnout. The youth got to speak their truth and things of that nature. So shouts out to Creative Justice for putting that together. Um, tonight is actually um, Out of Focus 2, the artist sampling. Um, definitely go check that out. So that's happening at Link Project as well. Um, Nothing But The Rent is happening this upcoming Thursday. That's their um, monthly uh, paint and sip fundraiser celebration. So that's happening. Definitely go check that out. Um, and as well as Moisture Festival's Liberties Burlesque is happening this weekend. So last night I actually got to go see the show. This show, you guys, like Moisture Festival is really pulling it out, dude. Like it was crazy. Like there was one performance where um, a performer was on stilts doing pole work. We had fire throwers. We had contortionists. Like it was next level. So if you have an opportunity, I think there's a couple tickets tonight. I'm pretty sure Saturday is sold out. But if you have an opportunity to get up to Broadway to see Moisture Festival, please go see it because the shows are incredible. I'm, I mean, I'm telling you, the, the level of artistry we have yeah. throughout the city is really mind-blowing. And really I, I wanted to get there last night for creative justice because really I wanted to bring my son. But then we have a whole family thing we ended up doing. And yeah. so that's why I wasn't there. But I remember talking to Moni and yes. just listening to the fact that the young folks get this opportunity to not only speak their truth, but then to showcase it to community, yes. which I think is, again, a real testament of real connectivity in absolutely, community. Absolutely. That's something that I appreciate about when we talk about this, this culture that we have, right. where we come together in right. that way, just a beautiful, beautiful work all around. And, you know, I'm going to try to get to my guy, fly blind guy. Fly I'm trying to get to his guy, show man. tonight yeah. at the link project. Um, Again, I was telling my brother, you know, I grew up with Melvin uh, Freeman, the artist known as Fly Blind Guy. Yep. And, you know, the truth is, is that anytime that we can go and support each other, I think that that really says something, not just to the artist, but right. also to our commitment to be there for one another. Absolutely. Because it's always going to come back around, right? Yes. You've got those moments where you need somebody to step in for you. Right. So it's, it's it's really crucial, I think, that we step in for others. I know, I know I'm know, i looking forward to his work because his work is phenomenal. Man, I mean, it really, really is. He really 
really does amazing work. And anytime you have an opportunity to see Melvin Freeman's work, go see it because yeah. it's like it's a sight to see. It really is. Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, we've been talking about this, but it's coming up this Monday. Yeah. Uh, coming up next week. And Kayla Bailey yes. is going to be on Art of the Matter, episode yes. six. Yes. We've been talking about how personal this is for you. Share Very a little bit so. more with yeah, us. Yeah. So this is this is the one. So I'm actually interviewing my partner, Kayla Bailey, who is an amazing artist, performer, talented host, singer, songwriter. She does it all and she's great at it. Um, she's going to be um, our featured artist for episode six of Art of the Matter. Brady and I are hard at work at editing this episode right now and I'm so excited for you guys to see it. We're going to have Kayla in studio for the live premiere as well. That's happening Monday, April 4th, 6 p.m. right here at Converge Media. Um, yeah, this is going to be a good one. I'm very, very excited for you guys to see this episode. Um, we, we dive into some really deep things. As always, you know, Kayla and I, we have a really great rapport when it comes to those types of conversations. So I'm happy for you guys to be able to see it. Well, you know, one thing I was thinking about with this episode is that, I mean, all of these have been really special to you, but yes. this one in particular, yeah. you know, you guys get to kind of dive in on how you guys share and talk about art yes. from your own different perspectives. And ever since you've been coming on, honestly, T-Dub, we've been able to understand more and more about the intentionality and the uniqueness of every artist's perspective. Yes. And the fact that you live with an artist, you guys are partners, you guys share so many different things. Yeah. I just got to ask, how has it been for you to be able to allow this intimate relationship of yours to thrive through all of this amazing art culture and family that we have here in the city. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a testament to, with regard to Kayla and I, just our connectivity. Like we're we're natural born artists. Like this is what we were called to do. And the fact that we found each other in that is just something that's incredibly special and something that I will always hold dear to my heart. And, you know, the community that we've built around our relationship around art in general is just so, so beautiful. Like last night we went to the show and I'm just looking around. We went to like a, have a little um, after hours, like little meal. And I'm looking at the table at all of these amazingly talented people. I'm just like so honored that all my people are just so freaking dope. And I just wanted to make sure that we got to highlight these amazing people, you know, especially in the time now where like there's so much negativity happening in the world. I am grateful and honored to have so much love around me at all times. So no matter what is going on with me, I got somebody I can call. And these are the people that you see on Art of the Matter. You know, it's really beautiful because it's not just like you're you're just reaching out for your show. Right. These are people that you're connected with outside of Belize, right? Where yeah. it was like, hey, we're going to be in Belize. And right. You already had a certain, you know, look of these people's work. Like, right. oh my gosh, Pancake Cayetano. Like, come on. It wasn't as if you didn't know about him. Right. But you you got to dive deeper while we were in Belize. Yeah. All these folks in Seattle, these are your friends. This mm -hmm. is like an extension of your family. Yeah. Tell us about some of the response that you've been getting in the artist community regarding Art of the matter. Man, the response has been fantastic. Like people are people are listening. People are feeling seen and feeling heard by this show. People that you know aren't featured or you know tuning in. So you know, I think it's I think it's important that you know these stories get told from these perspectives from these particular artists. And again, like my, my circle, my circle is dope. So I just want to make sure that we're highlighting all of that. And again, amplifying the messages of the creatives. I feel like creativity is just incredibly important in this time. We have to think critically and creatively about how we're going to continue as a human race. Like that is just the bottom line, you know, regardless of what's going on, like we have to figure out how to be human with one another and with the earth.
Yeah. You know, and that for me is what creativity is all about. I create art because that is my passion, that is my talent, but it's also an avenue for me to be a human, you know, and I feel like that is the connection that I have with all of my people. So it's beautiful, really yeah. it is. And you know, I when I have dancers on and other performers on, I'm always asking how it is that they feel about what they're doing and how it's ushering in an opportunity for younger artists, yes. maybe up and coming artists Absolutely. to see themselves like, oh my gosh, T dub was able to do a whole show on on her artist community. Right. Tell us a little bit about some of the influence that that has on your approach because we know that there's some black young girl out there, yes. some brown young girl out there yes. that is like, wow, this is, you know, taking art to the next level with all the things you've been able to do, these yeah. big murals across the city. You know, tell us about how how you're thinking about, man, this is ushering it in for the next generation of amazing artists. Man, the the youth are the future, period. And I am, I'm again, I'm just grateful that I get to do what I do on the scale that I do so that young to key is the world get to see themselves and 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 in me and what's going on and the things that I create. I've actually had an opportunity to connect with some young some youth um, recently on, you know, just trying to figure out their way in the world and trying to do it through art. And so being in the position now where I understand my position when it comes to that type of connectivity is really, really like rewarding and I look forward to connecting with the youth of Seattle, around the world, whatever you got going on. If you see anything that I'm doing that resonates with you, please reach out to me because I am I am here. You know, I'm here to help in any way that I can. Um, teachers, students, whatever the case may be. If you see something that resonates that I'm doing, let me know and we can connect on that. Absolutely. Let me tell you, you're making Garfield High very proud of uh, you. Know, you know. Uh, and, and lastly, <laughs> that just brings me to the this next endeavor. I mean, yes. I'm so thrilled that yes. you and Brianna have now been a, a new addition to yes. our artist team for the Garfield Superblock. Just tell us about some of the, the things that you're looking forward to with this project. Yes. So my best friend and I are now your official lead art consultants for the Garfield Superblock project. That project is basically reimagining the entire Garfield playfield, the area around the Garfield playfield, and bringing it in, ushering it into a new sort of like, you know, world of like what's going on in the CD, like making sure that Garfield is represented in that way. And so basically the plan is that we're going to assist in creating an art plan. So be on the lookout for that because we're going to be looking for artists. We have a um, an idea around the seven cultures sort of conversing on that block. So that's going to be a huge undertaking, but it's going to be a hugely impactful Thing for what we have going on in the CD. So I'm super looking forward to that. I'm super looking forward to working with my best friend. We're about to, man, we're about to just take this art thing to the next level, man. That's what it's all about. I I'm telling you, I mean, of course, uh, you were one of the first names. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been on the coalition for almost like three years and it's been, you know, again, I'm like, oh, anything to do with Garfield, like, yeah, I need to be involved. But also we have to have intentionality about how we're involving the community, right. particularly around a project that will not be owned by the community. It will still be owned by Seattle Parks and Rec. Yeah. And for that reason, we have to be very, very diligent about mm -hmm. how we're incorporating community voice into the project. Absolutely. That's really been my focus. Yeah. Um, of course, helping with media and things like that too. But but I think it's really important that community engagement efforts are really strong for this. We're talking about seven different ethnic cultures being yes. represented in the park with major art 
uh, installation. Yes. And that's really going to take a lot of coordination. So I'm just so grateful. Sure, I just say sure. it publicly. Thank it's you. all official yes. that you and Brianna are on and you guys already in our meeting. You guys are just giving some great dope, uh, you know, know, insight and examples. And I'm just like, yes, you know, it. this is exactly what we're talking about. So just appreciate everything you do. Man, folks don't even know. Like, I'm still learning about all the different things you do because yeah. you're everywhere, T-Dub. I'll be outside, y'all. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> you're everywhere. Well, make sure the folks know when they can catch up with you and Art of the Matter coming up this Monday. Absolutely. So Art of the Matters episode six premieres Monday, April 4th at 6 p.m. We will be having a live show. So make sure you tune in. I got Kayla Bailey in studio. I got Brianna in studio as well. So we're going to be talking about all things art, checking out this latest episode and getting into some nitty and gritty. So definitely check us out. Monday, April 4th, 6 p.m. You can also find me on Instagram at Art of the Matter and Teed Up Customs um, and every Friday right here on Converge Media. Every Friday, every Friday. Hey, and for some odd reason, we just, you know, T Dub knows. I mean, we just, the coordination, the coordination is real. We We just, every time. Every time. (laughs) Thank you so much, T Dub. Thank you. Oh, my goodness, you guys. I told you it always feels good when T Dub is on the set. We're going to continue in this feel good energy. We got Lanaya Grayson coming up after this break. We're going to be diving into all things health and wellness. I'm telling you, there's some great work happening, and Lanaya's been behind a lot of this so i get to dive in with her stay tuned you guys you're watching feel good friday when COVID first hit i was very afraid there was so much things that i had to keep inside because i didn't know where to place my feelings most of my information for COVID is from my own research i'm a doctor in educational leadership and when the fda approved pfizer it helped me realize that the vaccination is healthy we don't want to be left behind because we're not taking the vaccine. But we want to get as much information as possible so that we are putting ourselves in better hands and not at great risk. Hello there. All right. Welcome, everybody, to Feel Good Friday. Uh, I am your host, Trey Holiday, and I'm so excited to be having this guest join me. I mean, I'm telling you. I heard your name before I even met you. Lanaya Grayson, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, the thing is, is that health and wellness, Africatown's been convening these different work groups around education and health and wellness. And I remember really helping with some of the original uh, ideas about it. But you guys have really taken it to the next level. Tell us a little bit about how you got involved with this project for uh, these Black Health and Wellness meetups. Definitely. It's an honor. Um, I'm an executive director for Resilient and Sustaining Empowerment. We're a nonprofit organization that focuses on mothers and children that have been impacted by gun violence. So we work with uh, black professionals and practitioners that come into space to help the mothers to heal from the from the violence. Um, so Curtis reached out to me about eight months ago or so and connected with me in terms of the efforts that Africatown has had around black health and wellness initiative. So similar efforts with having black practitioners and um, providers come into community to help the community to heal. Mm-hmm. So uh, leveraging some of the existing partnerships and then taking Africa Town's database and uh, making the connections with the practitioners and providers to bring them into community to help us to heal. Oh, this is beautiful because you know what? That's exactly what it's all about. And I think from a community perspective, we understand certain things around 
what's necessary to heal. But I love that you and your nonprofit have now joined this effort to really take it to another level. And the thing is, is that we have a lot of different people in our community that represent expertise around health and wellness. How are you able to utilize your connections and your community, uh, you know, relationships to then benefit this health and wellness initiative? Definitely. We have a wonderful team. We have two um, interns from Seattle University, the nursing program, who um, support us on a, on a weekly basis. They've been with us for about six months now. Uh, we have two other um, uh, employees of Africa Town as well that are, are part of the team. So there's a total of five of us. And so we meet regularly as we plan and forecast what we want each month and, and the rest of the year to look like. And so that looks like connecting with partners, connecting with previous partners, existing relationships, and holding those folks accountable. Um, this is community work, right? And so it, often I have to, um, I have to, I find myself finding strategic ways to engage the practitioner mm. to have them engage community. And so um, really just calling on them to, to show up more, right, for an hour, one, one, one hour a week even, right? And so uh, it's been beautiful. It's been beautiful to see how they, um, they're, they're willing after kind of breaking down COVID-19. We've been in this for two years. And so we're really in like this recovery stage and we need everyone involved. Yeah, this is so key. I mean, mm -hmm. we understood that you know, we we always had it kind of as like this digital space, but the pivots around COVID were real. And when we could meet in person, we were. And the thing is, is that you're right. These practitioners need to share what they know yes. um, to be able to benefit community members. And oftentimes we understand that there are barriers to, you know, gaining access to certain practitioners. I mean, we talk about therapy often in the black community and, and breaking down. Yeah. Breaking down the stigmas mm -hmm. around therapy. And I, I just shout out to, you know, Washington Therapy Fund. Yes. Um, for opening up this opportunity to allow for there to be a list now of, you know, black therapists that they can go to for free and community can connect. I mean, how has it been for you personally? Because I know for me, it was just so rewarding to be able to do some of that work and lead some of these calls and bring this information out to community. How has it been for you, Lenaya? Oh, it's beautiful. It's, it has held me accountable to my healing. So a lot of gun violence uh, for 2021 and before for 16 years of my life, but mm -hmm. 2021 was terrible. So working with practitioners and providers to bring um, relevant information, relevant content, activity-based, educational has been, uh, it, it's helped me accountable to my healing. And it's been very rewarding. Um, I, I would like to make a call to practitioners. So we have, if when you're ready, I can talk about the schedule and what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, please. <laughs> okay. So for the month of February, we had Brother Alfred White. He came in and talked to us about epigenetics and breaking generational curses. That was a virtual session. Uh, for the month of March, we had Mel Melanie Bell. She did meditation with us. And for the month of um, April, we'll, we'll be in person. So from now on, for the remainder of the year, if COVID stays at bay, <laughs> we'll be in person. And so um, we'll have Brother Haru 
each look each time we meet each month will be at the Liberty Bank building in the Central District. So we'll have stress relief training for the month of April. And then going into May, we'll have Sophia Haddix. She'll teach us about yoga and how to do yoga. For the month of June, we'll be actually be in the Central District. We will not be at the Liberty Bank building. We will be at Bull Stewart's gym. He'll teach us how to do some calisthenic workouts and how to get our body feeling good and get us moving. Um, and for the month of July, we will be working with Arisha Day. Arisha Day will guide us through an ancestral healing circle and teach us all about that. For the month of August, we will be at the Emoja Fest. So instead of meeting, on, we typically meet on the second Saturday of each month. We'll move it up one week to Saturday of the Emoja Fest. And so I'm really looking forward to some African dancing for that one. So we're building out some content from September to December. So please feel free to uh, reach out to us. You can catch us on, um, uh, find us at africatownlandtrust.org website, or you can email me directly at lanaya at riseforus.org. That's L-Y-N-N-I-A-H at rise for the number four us.org. Um, we also would like to make a call to, am I talking to you? No, you're good. <laughs> we also <laughs> like to make a call for, um, uh, uh, interns, interns, or anyone that wants to do some community service hours. As our interns are phasing out now that the school year will be ending within the next six weeks, we would like to call for some more support to get us through the summer. So um, definitely want to put that information out there as folks are learning and ways in which they can engage community. They want to spend time throughout the summer just really uh, engaging and helping to, to shift the narrative and help us to to make these efforts. Yeah, well, so if folks are interested in the intern position, do they find uh, that information at africatownlandtrust.org as well? Yes. Okay. Well, this is great. I mean, because you just laid it out. You guys have some amazing practitioners coming in, it looks like, uh, from now until September. Um, and I love that you guys are going to be at Emoja Fest. Absolutely. But, you know, as people are trying to get engaged, you're saying it's open door to come to Liberty Bank Building yes. and participate. You guys will be in the community room, I'm assuming? Definitely. And so in addition to that, you just reminded me of something else. So not only are we doing these monthly meetups where we're meeting on the second Saturday of each month, but we're also looking to fill in some activities um, at the Liberty Bank building on a regular basis, so on a weekly basis. So just to give you an idea of what the practitioners and providers, what that actually looks like, we're looking for therapists, we're looking for neuropaths, nutritionists, we're looking for, um, you know, folks that can engage folks around workforce development, because uh, that helps with health, right? And so we're looking at anyone, any type of practitioner, provider that can really dedicate uh, an hour, just the hour of their time uh, to community to really engage us. And so there's folks that actually live at the Liberty Bank building. Uh, they have seen tragedy at the beginning of this year that has really shook our community. And so uh, just really coming in to support them, but also everyone on the outskirts as well. Uh, it's essential. It's vital. It, it really is. And this is something that I think is is so key. I mean, you're talking about um, Brother Haru coming on this yes. month. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So also every third Saturday of the month, Qigong is done in the community room yes. at Liberty Bank building. Uh, and Haru is the instructor for that. So I love that we have this connectivity and really a growing community around health and wellness, but it's prioritizing health and wellness and 
and being culturally responsive. Because I think one of the big barriers for a lot of folks in black community has been that they don't see enough practitioners that look like them. Right. So you're talking about Alfred White, who also came here and was able to explain to us some of the things around uh, the League of Extraordinary People that he runs and talking about epigenetics. But the idea is that we need to kind of open our minds to some of these things that are real and alive and well in our society. I think this is a great opportunity for people to really get connected because you don't have to come in knowing any of it. You know, come in with a free mind and understand that you're going to get some information that's going to be beneficial to you in your life. Um, also, too, I think you were just talking about it. Eating, you know, we, we talk about a nutritious diet often, but I think one of the things that we have to start breaking down in our minds is some of the misinformation that we've been given over time through society, right? We think about the food pyramid. Mm -hmm. It tells you to eat certain things and then you realize, actually, that's a little bit off, right? right. Actually, our portion should be a lot different. So there's a lot that I think we have to relearn and just open ourselves up to that. How has it been in terms of the response that you've gotten from from community oh. members who have actually been able to partake in some of these it's sessions. It's been beautiful. Folks have been filled up. Um, it's been really rewarding for me as well, just in, in invigorating uh, in a, like in the efforts to plan the next meeting. So each meeting gets better and it gets better. And now we're back in person. Oh, I'm just so excited. I just wanted to clarify the hours too. So we'll be meeting from 11 to about two or three. And so the actual start time will be 11 o'clock every Saturday, uh, second Saturday of the month, or I'm sorry, second Saturday of each month at the Liberty Bank building. Well, this is great, Lanaya, and I just, I thank you so much for pouring your passion uh, into community the way you have. You know, we talk about, uh, on this show in particular, community is so key to what many of us do and how we show up and bring our full selves to these initiatives and these different approaches to healing all around. I mean, I, I've been able to take some of Arisha Day's classes around, you know, healing circles. The idea is that we didn't have that when I was growing up. You know, it wasn't, you know, this idea of kind of restorative justice that I hear from my brother, Rail Be Free, like, right? Like that we, I've seen it work and you actually understand there's a different way. Everything isn't a one-on-one -on -one thing or where you have to pay a fee to a doctor in order to understand this. There's a way that we can heal each other in community. Um, when we think about young people being able to see this and really grow up with these practices, what are some of the things that you're really hoping for that the next generation understands? These are now, you know, staples in our community. When we talk about healing circles, when we talk about stress relief or different ways that we can deal with the environment, what are some of the things that you're really excited that this right here is doing? I think that was a great segue into some of the thoughts I had around the youth. And this is actually for everyone. This is not just designated for adults only. Please bring your children. We do not have designated childcare as of yet, but I hope with, with growth that we will. And for the younger children, but for the children that are able to move around and to engage, please, by all means, uh, let's also engage them. Um, now, I'm, my hopes and my, my dreams, my vision is that this will carry on, right? That we will be able to normalize ancestral healing circles for the youth, right? For middle school, for high school, mm -hmm. uh, therapy, right? We'll get more therapists involved. 
I spend a lot of time vetting therapists for families. And so there's not very many out here that are actually uh, equipped and have the knowledge and, and the ability to help this, the families, right? They typically end up will do more harm than, than good. And so uh, I spend a lot of time working with therapists, but, you know, getting to a, a, a place where um, the youth are coming up and they're like, maybe I should get into the therapy, therapy industry, right? Maybe I should become a therapist. So having more of, of, of them with the lived experience that actually can, can um, fill those, those, those places and those spaces. You know what? It makes a lot of sense. And I love what you talk about in terms of normalizing certain things that maybe weren't as normal. And again, breaking down the myths and the stigma, as we both said earlier, these stigmas around how we heal. So I just I can't thank you enough. One more time. You look right there in that camera. Make sure folks know how to contact this amazing initiative, how to get engaged and involved. Yes, indeed. We just made a social media account, but Elijah Lewis will tell you guys more about the social media aspect. You can find us on africatownslandtrust.org. Uh, riseforus.org is my information. And my email is lanaya at riseforus.org. Thank you guys so much and happy Friday. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm so glad you brought it another level of feel goodness. Thank you so much, Lanaya, <laughs> for joining you. me today. Thank you. Uh, amazing, amazing uh, work happening over there at ACLT or Africa Town Community Land Trust. Not only do they disrupt gentrification, but you guys heard it from Lanaya herself that they have partnered with Rise for Us to make sure that this health and wellness initiative is a real staple in our community. We're going to continue this discussion and get a different perspective from our guy, Elijah L. Lewis. There it is coming up, coming up. Oh, you don't have it. Okay, I, I saw it. I don't know why you don't have it. I, I mean, I saw it literally in the email. Okay, no problem. We have a, a great crafted, you know, Omari would say a handcrafted motion graphic for Elijah L. Lewis, but that's all right. He'll be joining us after this short break. We're going to be diving into more of this around health and wellness, but also clearly some social media aspects. And Elijah's been working on a lot of different things with events as well. So I can't wait to dive in with my brother after this break. Stay tuned. You're watching Feel Good Friday. Welcome back, everybody, to Feel Good Friday. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And I love it when I get to join with my brother, Elijah L. Lewis, on the set. What's up, Elijah? What's up, Trey? Hey, <laughs> hey you know what? Uh, you have been here, you know, not to the Black Media Matter studios, but you've been here on the show before. But tell me about your, you know, your response to this amazing new studio. Honestly, just walking into that lobby just in general is like gold everywhere. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what I just walk into and then walking into the studio and really just behind me. I got to honor all of our history. You know what I mean? There's so many people that are coming from out of town and don't see the black Seattle. Right. And just seeing this is the black Seattle that are you know what I mean? Parents and, you know, descendants and you even experience, you know, my my generation really didn't get to experience that. But we are getting to experience it with what Africatown is doing now. So it's just amazing to see what it was at its height and how it's getting back to that point. Absolutely. And, and you're integral in this work. I mean, I tell you, as a community builder for Africatown Community Land Trust, you really put your pedal to the metal. Yes. I think as soon as you got in the role, you were like, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be present. I really appreciate your presence in community. Tell us about some of the things that you've been bringing to this role at ACLT to really plant yourself in community so that community members know that you're a resource for them. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I think one thing that really got me garnered to this role in general is just, you know, the work that, you know, I was doing beforehand. I know we met in what, 2018, you know what I mean? Organizing and holding, you know, candidate forums and stuff like that. And so I think that, you know, just being able to be, you know, um, a, you know, apprentice underneath, you know, the white King Garrett, you know what I mean? And being able to see the amazing things that he was doing in, in his role really was able to set me up for that community builder position and just being from the community. I know Lanai was saying it like we've gone through a lot in the last, you know, five years. I tell, talk about it all the time. I've lost over 40 people and a lot mm -hmm. of them due to gun violence in general to the point where it's just like it's crazy. And, you know, um, that is really why like people ask me why I'm in this work and like for me, it's not work. You know what I mean? It's it's community. It's life. It's the life that I live because I don't have a choice. You know what I mean? I love doing this for my community because what I'm doing actually saves lives. You know what I mean? And it's that's why it's important to me. And so when I got into the community builder position, I was mostly already doing the work. And so really just being able to, you know, be introduced to the residents at Liberty Bank Building and really I was a listening ear for majority of that time, um, just listening to their stories and what their needs were and seeing how we could activate the space and make sure that everyone was able to feel safe and be able to be, you know, a part of the, the community in that, you know, space and be able to grow and be able to thrive is really my idea. So within that space, we've seen a lot of things. I know Black Health and Wellness have definitely um, played a, a um, real critical role within that, you know, making sure that people are getting their black health and wellness needs met, you know what I mean? Within that negative stigma that a lot of people, you know, I talk about the five different things of uh, steps of grief. The mm -hmm. first is denial, right? And the last is acceptance, you know what I mean? So getting from, you know, depression, getting from anger, getting from bartering within yourself and not being able to let go or, or blaming yourself, those steps you know what I mean? We have to have those mental health professionals, you know what I mean? Come down and talk to the, the, the you know, residents, which has been happening with the Washington State Therapy Fund, making it, you know, no barriers, you know what I mean? Getting that service for no cost for community, even if it was, you know, six sessions, that is very much needed for our community. And so I'm, I'm very proud to say that, you know, families are getting those type of resources and, and that we're out here. No, I, I mean, you know, that's something I just love so much. I mean, for those of you who don't know, um, you know, I had the role that Elijah has now um, before I moved over to King County Equity now. And so me and Elijah, we share a, like a kindred <laughs> spirit here because we understand the importance of the work. But I just love how you took what was already there and it, it took it to another level. You know, one of the things that I appreciate so much is walking into the Liberty Bank building and seeing the Africatown Community Land trust table right there in the lobby with resources there and I, I've been able to walk in see you sitting right there talking to residents connecting with residents it was so necessary um, yes, so yes. you really took it to another level and as Lanaya was talking about the black health and wellness now that's also gone to another level tell us about your excitement to bring it back to the Liberty Bank building or actually bringing it to the Liberty Bank building because it wasn't there before we've done healing circles and stuff there but now this new you know this initiative is going to be kind of new in the building but tell us about uh your excitement around that yeah honest i'll have to say you know really um mike d was really a part of that transition you know mike d was a resident who you know tragically we lost in the beginning of this year and um i remember him 
being such a, you know, golden spirit to that space, you know what I mean? Really being able to, you know, bring that space some life, you know what I mean? He always walked around, he had a joke, you know what I mean? Taking care of his daughter, taking care of his family, you know what I mean? Showing people what, you know, a black man, you know, is, 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 is you know what I mean? Taking care of his family, making sure that they're, you know, are taken care of and making sure that he's bringing life into that space. And so really, I'll just have to say that one of the things when um, he passed away, we were like, no, we need to continue to have the black health and wellness, you know, um, space here, you know what mm -hmm. I mean, for community to be able to utilize this space. And I know with the Resource Day Fridays, I know for me, it was more or less like, I know what community needs because I am community, right? And I know the type of resources we need. So I was able to compile a list of over 75 organizations, right, with health and wellness and, you know, um, education programs and, you know, rental assistance programs, really listening to community, finding out what the things, you know, that they need. And, and even now still adding different resources to that list and saying, you know, at first it was just Fridays that I was there and I would provide those resources. And then people are like, well, I need these on Tuesday. I need these on Wednesday. You know what I mean? So I would come on Tuesday, come on Wednesday and everything else. And I'm like, you know what? You know, even hearing people say that seeing the Africatown booth made them feel more comfortable in that space, made them feel, you know, um, safer in that space and that somebody really cared. It just, just seeing them, you know, that booth also was, a, I guess, a, a extent of me too. So when they seen the booth, they, they see, you know, seeing somebody that cared about them, that, you know, showed them that, you know, we understand that you matter as an individual and we're going to help you be successful. You know what I mean? And, and, and give you the resources that you need to in order to be successful. Right. And so I'm saying like, why not? I don't want to miss out on anyone that I'm not there to see or give those resources to. So boom, we got that every single day, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, you know, and it goes low too. That's how I know people are utilizing those resources because those papers are gone sometimes. So I have to restock every week. So I'm like, yeah, people are getting those services. You know what? It's a beautiful thing, Elijah. Shout out to you for, you know, thinking about Resource Fridays, but then just having the table there is so key. Um, it really does speak volumes to community connection. And, mm -hmm. you know, we talk about community in, in the sense of extended family. Absolutely. And I know you and I, we call each other brother and sister, come right? On, because we know it. We know but it. but I think also, too, it's really important that community feel that. And for those who may not have grown up with us, how do they get plugged in? How do they get, you know, to get that feeling? And it really is about coming to events, coming to different spaces, being a part of it. So I love that not only are you doing this amazing thing around resources and health and wellness, you also have some great work that's happening around events. And we know summer's yes, around the yes, corner. Events are going to be popping again. Tell us a little bit about this now like this larger kind of family that you've really cultivated around all these amazing events happening. All I got to do is shout out every single person that has ever volunteered or been a part of the organizing for Africatown events just in general and Africatown as a whole. So shout out to all of the volunteers, shout out to all the, you know, stakeholders within the process that made it um, so that I could be here talking about this and, you know, set the groundwork for me to be here. So one thing that we're doing on April 10th is we're actually having a volunteer appreciation reunion. Right. And really, if I did not reach out to you and you are a volunteer or a stakeholder of Africatown and you want to come back to that reunion, hit me up. You can get me on Elijah L. Lewis um, 206 on Instagram or Elijah L. Lewis on Facebook. Or you can uh, email me at Elijah at Africatownlandtrust.org 
and just say, hey, I've been a volunteer. I've been a stakeholder because this is actually for you. And we could not be here without y'all. Right. And so pretty much I have seen that really our volunteer structure, they move. You know what I mean? They are putting forth the effort. There's been times where, you know, you already know as a uh, organizer, you can be stressed. You can have so many things going on. And they are just that life that comes out and says, you know what? I'm going to stand here. I'm going to do the work. I'm going to push forward. And one of those people, I know there's so many of those people, but I, I got to shout out Ash because she's our volunteer coordinator and she is amazing. You know what I mean? She always is on top of things, always making sure that things are happening. You know what I mean? Being my support when I need her, you know what I mean? And being your support too. I know she's also on the King County Equity Now volunteer team and she does so many other things too. And this is just to speak about the volume of really being an ally for our community. You know what I mean? She is an ally to many communities. She has over five communities that she's allyship to. And so just understanding that, you know, showing up as an ally and really what that means, not taking over the space, not over speaking and, and, and making sure that, you know, the, the black and brown people that you're allied to are being heard and being a brown person herself. She also shares that experience of just that oppression and that racism that we go through. Right. So just wanted to give her props, but all of our volunteers props in on everything that y'all do. And just want to invite you, do a formally invite to our, you know, 2022, you know, reunion for all of our volunteers and our appreciation to y'all is going to be April 10th. It's going to be at Black Dot. And so, you know, if you know where that is, you know that you've been a part of some organizing because that is our headquarters right there. (laughs) Headquarters for real. I mean, for a minute there, we were doing brunch every Sunday. Oh, my gosh. I, You know what? I just love that this effort is happening because, you know, there are some real amazing volunteers. Ash is amazing. Also, some of the stakeholders holders like i yes. think about margo and tarasha and yes. it's like that these guys have been doing it for years years, years and years um and there's so many more people because i mean I, I give a shout out to curtis calhoun and i yes. know he's on the black dot team but just he's always so consistent showing up and his wife hosna i mean there's a lot of people we can Come mention on, but Siobhan doing yeah, the uh, Siobhan, parades like, and everything real. i mean there yeah there is so you know we're talking about toto tame it like Tebe, there's so many great people that have really like plugged into the effort and that's yes. what makes it really community based. Um, Elijah, I just thank you for being on today and for yes. coming down to the black media matter studios yes. um, and bringing us your feel good energy on this amazing Absolutely. Friday. Absolutely. You already gave it to them, but one more time, you know, if they're looking to connect with you, uh, look right there in the camera, make sure they know your yes. email, your socials, how they connect. Yes. So first I want to say um, for our black health and wellness center, we just, or um, space. We just got a Instagram and it is the Black Health Seattle page on Instagram. So you can follow us, you can support us, you can see what we're doing, all of our events and everything else. Um, and then you can also get me at Elijah at AfricatownLandTrust.org. You can email me personally or Africatown landtrust.org in general will show you every single thing that we're doing because we got mad events starting out in May with you know black um black wall street coming up on the 30th we got um Malcolm X Day coming up on the 21st we got you know grand openings for William Grove Center happening you know in June so we we got all types of things going so just come and support and follow and you know show us that you want to be a part of the history that's happening in Seattle you know black history so Peace, love, enjoy.
Ah, love and joy indeed. Uh, amazing, Elijah. I just, I'm so proud of all the work that you're doing and the love you're pouring into our community. We appreciate you for every bit of it. I appreciate it being a part of it. Absolutely. You guys, I told you, always feel good Friday energy over here at the Black Media Matter Studios on these Fridays. Of course, you guys, I just thank you guys for watching us, for giving us your support right here at Converge Media. We so appreciate it. And as you guys know, my message is always going to be the same. You guys be inspired. Lanaya, T-Dub, Elijah, they've all shown you how they're being a part of some amazing solutions happening right here in our community. You too can lend your effort your expertise, your love, your passion, your support, your support, your compassion, your empathy, all of that to these amazing efforts. If you see something that's happening that you want to get a part of, do it. If you don't see something that's happening, create it. Just be inspired to be a part of the solution. Of course, this weekend right here on Converge Media, we got Weird at Night coming up tomorrow at 10 p.m. Our guys over there at Weird at Night, they keep it real weird. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is an amazing production, top-notch notch top class with all of the different things that they bring into this space it gets weird but it's definitely worth watching and of course on sunday at 8 p.m we are getting truly unruly with the true fonts right here on converge media uh you guys we're keeping programming alive for you all um and, and we love that we just appreciate you guys for supporting us and of course this ends our week so until monday at 11 a.m Omari would say, go forward in your purpose. Go forward in your humanity. See you then on Monday at 11 a.m. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective. Praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.